Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. So welcome to this episode. Um, In this episode, we're going to be talking about the key to answering OET reading part B questions. So before I get started on the main topic of this episode, just a few quick reminders for you. Firstly, have you downloaded my free OET training yet? If not, why not? It's completely free. And whether you're taking OET for the first time or after a few failed attempts, This training will help you get on track by guiding you to get super organized and super focused on the exact things you need to work on in order to get the score you need. If that's what you need right now, then the link is in the show notes. Also, I wanted to let you know that my free OET training membership will be opening in January. This is a pay monthly membership where I guide you through every aspect of OET and show you how to get the score you need. If you're interested in finding out more about the membership program or working with me one to one, then you can book a free, no obligation, 15 minute Zoom call with me. The link to book is also in the show notes. Okay, so. On with the episode. This episode is all about OET reading part B and the key fundamentals you need to understand and practice in order to score well in this section. So by now you should know how I teach and that the fundamentals always come from knowing the marking criteria inside and out and understanding what skills are being tested. Once this is clear in your mind, you can focus on those skills. 
Remember, OET is designed to test the skills you will need working in the healthcare sector in whichever country you want to move to. You have these skills already working where you are now. You just need to convert these same skills, but in English. So let's first talk about what you can expect from reading part B. So part B requires a deeper understanding of the text um, you are reading compared to part A. You have six different short texts that are all unrelated in topic and which will be about different aspects of healthcare. The texts are usually extracts from important documents such as policy documents, guidelines or instruction manuals, um, memos or emails. You are being tested on your ability to identify and understand the purpose or the gist or the main idea or a particular detail of the text. And this will depend on the focus of the question, which I'll go into in a bit more detail a bit later. But generally, you know, these are texts that you will find in your everyday workplace, um, you know, manuals, guidelines, policy documents, things like that, emails, memos. Each text has a three option, multiple choice question. Your job is to understand what the question is asking and choose the correct option according to what the text says. Now, one important point you need to remember here is that you must manage your time really, really well with part B. Part B and part C are combined and you have a total of 45 minutes to complete both parts. So as part C is much longer and harder, you need to allow more time for part C. So you need to finish part B as quickly as possible. So my advice to you is to complete part B in 12 minutes. So that gives you two minutes per question. This is really important point because you need to incorporate this into your you know, management factor. Into, you, you need to manage this into your preparation time. You need to practice this in your preparation time um, so that you know you're completing it in 12 minutes. Um, it may seem really difficult at first when you practice trying to finish uh, part B um, section in 12 minutes, but then most things are difficult when you first try to do them. Um, but with really good focus practice, you will, you know, it will really help you to get faster. So basically, this is something you just need to practice again and again and again, and you will get faster. Um, but you need to try and aim to finish part B in 12 minutes. So try to keep to the two minutes per question. What also helps you uh, with getting through part B quickly or any section for that matter, is to have a clear strategy to answer the questions. If you sit there in the test and think, um, you know, do I read the question first, then the options and then the text? Or shall I read the text first, then the question, then the options? Then, you know, you've wasted two minutes already. You need to know exactly what to do as soon as you start. So, you know, more about this as well in just a second. So you must have a clear strategy. Another important point is that the questions are of two types. There's two types of questions for part B. Um, a normal question statement, so a normal question with a question mark on the end, 
or you get an incomplete statement that you need to complete with the correct option. So a bit like sentence completion questions. So let's take a look at an example. So the first type of question is, um, for example, so this, these are questions straight from an OET um, test. What point does the training manual make about anesthesia workstations? So you can see this is a normal question. That's a normal, straightforward question statement. The next type is the incomplete statement. So an example of this is, according to the directive, health professionals should have access to, and you have to find the correct option to complete the sentence. So it's really important you are aware of the two types of questions and you're comfortable answering both. Um, again, this is just practice and getting used to it and identifying what type of question it is and how to answer the question. So let's move on to the strategy. What is the best strategy to answer the questions? So I get asked this a lot, you know, you know, what is the best way to answer Part B questions? So as I've already mentioned, that it's your job to understand the question and the gist of the text. This is the key to doing well in part B, understanding the question and the text. Once you can do that effectively, choosing the correct option will be easier. So the best strategy is to read the question only. Ignore the options, do not look at the options, read the question, understand what the question is asking you, Underline the key words of the question if you need to. That really helps sometimes. Then go straight to the text. Again, you are not looking at the options. So you read the question, understand the question, then go straight to the text. And locate the key words from the question in the text. Now, you won't find the exact words, but you'll find similar phrasing uh or synonyms or even antonyms so this is where your vocabulary comes in more about that in a minute as well find the answer to the question yourself just by looking at the text what is the answer to the question then go to the options and find the most suitable option read the question again and the text again and double check also look at the other options and make sure you eliminate them as wrong. And this is another way of getting to the right answer, especially if the options are quite similar. A good way of getting to the right answer sometimes is to eliminate the ones that you know are definitely wrong and you know, narrowing it down to two options and then doing the same thing again. You know, which one can it not be? You know, instead of looking at it in terms of which which is the right answer, sometimes look at which is the wrong answer. And that can also help you get to the right answer. So sometimes you have to do it backwards. Another key skill being tested is vocabulary. And I have said this in previous episodes that vocabulary is the key to doing well in OET. And there's another episode just on how you should be learning vocabulary. So I urge you to go back and what and you know listen to that episode um, as well if you haven't already. Um, having good vocabulary will help you understand the question. It'll help you find the answer in the text, 
and it will help you differentiate between the option choices because what you will find is that the options will be very similar. So it will seem like all of the options are mentioned um, or they seem too similar and you can't actually differentiate between the two. It's hard to understand what the difference between the options are sometimes. Or it could be that all of the options are actually mentioned in the text. So you have to work out which one is the most accurate option. Again, that only vocabulary can help you to do that. The only way to find the right option is to use your range of vocabulary to distinguish between the wording of the options and find the most accurate answer. So as a roundup, the skills being tested in reading part B is your ability to read for gist and detail, to understand the question and your range of vocabulary. Focus on these areas, i.e. improving your ability to read a short text and finding the gist or the main idea of that text, understanding the questions and identifying the key words in the question and using vocabulary knowledge to find the information in the text and choosing the correct option and also improving your range of vocabulary. Focusing on these areas and becoming good at them will also help you to keep to the two minute per question rule for part B, which will then give you the right amount of time to focus on part C and a really good chance of scoring well in part C too. So my question to you now is, what have you learned from this podcast? And what are you going to do with that knowledge now? Are you going to implement this in your preparation? Even if you already know all about how to answer part B reading questions, perhaps you know everything that I've just talked about, but have you actually implemented this strategy? Are you improving your vocabulary? Can you answer part B in 12 minutes? It's one thing knowing what to do and another actually being able to do it. And the only way to be able to do it is to guess what? actually do it and practice, practice and practice. So don't be one of those students who watches all the free videos and downloads all the information and knows everything about how to do things and how to answer the questions, but does absolutely nothing. The students that implement the knowledge and practice are the ones that get the score they need faster. It's as simple as that. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.